0: Man, uh, Cody, um, I'm here with my wife,
1: yes. Hi, guys, it's Jasmine.
0: Hey, we uh, here with another episode, it's a little bit later in the week. Um, this is episode, what, 11?
1: Yes, I believe so.
0: Okay, okay,
1: is that still, um, what's his name, Neil? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is you are you playing on title or? The, oh, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, you know, I get down with title, I, okay. I'm not no Apple guy, you know what I'm saying? Like, I do I'm oh, now with, you're not an Apple guy. Nah, I've been down oh, with Type. Okay. Ever since uh Carrie gave me the um she gave me the little uh cheat code to be able to get I got like six, like about you had six months. Yeah, it was for a while. It was for a while. But uh yeah, and I definitely support it. I saw last month was the first time that they actually well, took you're out
1: not supporting it
0: well, no, I'm saying last month is the first time that they actually took it out of the account. It was the nine nine nine. You know so what I'm saying? So can I get on it? Can you have
1: multiple people? Mm, nah. It's nine 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 per person. Uh, I think so. You got no family plan?
0: Come on, Jay Z, and Beyonce,
1: no hey, family man.
0: plan. Hey man, hey man, come at on. At
1: least, at least a minimum of two or three people. Uh,
0: I don't know if they have it like that. Um, I don't know. We might be able to find some loopholes. I
1: guess that. I can get into your account. Log into your account.
0: I don't know. Maybe so. We, we might find a way. We might find a way. But um, yeah, you gotta support the, uh, you gotta support uh, Jay Z and Beyonce, man. You just gotta support them. And um, you know, speaking on that, we can go ahead and talk about the album. How did you feel about their album?
1: Um, of course, me being a Beyonce fan. Yeah. Yes, I really well. Well, first listening to the album, of course, you know, I like certain um songs on there right away. Um, and of course I watched the video for eight shit Mm -hmm. and, um, it was a lot of imagery, a lot of, um, hitting meaning. Symbolity. Yeah. yeah, Deeper meaning. It was just like really beautiful. And I know a lot of people, um, really probably didn't understand the meaning behind the the video and there could be several interpretations. I would kind of like to hear their actual, um, i guess explanation of video
0: and you'll probably get that on their platform on a title they'll probably do like a full um they might go to like rap radar or something like that which is is another podcast or something like that but they probably will well i say they jay-z probably will do it i don't think beyonce will go on there well she has well
1: for her beyonce album she did go and explain each song like she had little small video segments so maybe they'll
0: come out... That was a long time ago. That was before they even had the little title deal though, right? Yeah. So now I think everything they're trying to do it through their streaming service. And so they're trying to make it, you know, everything through their platforms. Whether it's, whether it's their uh, podcasts that go through the... Because they have podcasts through their platform. You know what I'm saying? So I think, they're prob- I think they are probably will tap into that yeah. before they tap into anything And else. I just
1: hope that our culture is embracing their success and not really hating on their success. Because um, for them to be able to... Uh, Run out the um, is the Louvre? Is that how it's pronounced? The Louvre. The Louvre. Uh, I
0: don't know.
1: Um, uh, in Paris, uh, a actual famous uh, art museum that basically represents colonialism, so it's just mostly um, Caucasian art. Yeah. And to be able to oh, you talking about for the video? Yes, they, okay. and to be able to say, hey, we have a significance in this history too, and right. we. Have the right. We are artists in our own right, Right. and we can be um, meshed in these um, photos and paintings and sculptures too. You know, right, right. Yeah, so it was was very. um, It was
0: just. It was just good. Well, I I tell you this. um, They motivate me uh, to continue to want to do. You know what I'm doing. You know, I'm I'm trying to uh, create like a little movement. You know what I'm saying? Like a positive black males. Uh, black fathers, black husbands, you know, stuff like that. Just try to co- create like a, um, a community, community like online. <coughs> excuse me, excuse me. I think and, JR and try, got me sick. And try to, ins- I got you sick
1: probably, got JR yeah, sick. Yeah, I think it was, but, yeah. But uh, to, yeah, to inspire other people. And also it really made me realize that, because uh, sometimes it's hard, especially being in um, corporate America. Uh, I work for a company that's not, um, too diverse. And sometimes I'm the only black female in the room. And it can be um, very difficult and challenging and, and, you know, all kinds of things. You can have insecurities. But, you know, it's just um, helping me to realize that I'm where I am for a reason and to be proud of that and to, and to, and to stand tall and um, my talents that I have are can't go unrecognized and to be proud about that and be confident in that and be able to set a pathway for um, more,
0: you know, not just African Americans,
1: but just more minorities to be able to be in certain positions and be able to, um, you know, just be able to have a more diverse scenery one day, hopefully.
0: Yeah, I, I, I agree with that. Um, that's exactly what I would like to do. Um, that's my focus, and like like I was saying, that that kind of um pushes me to continue to do even the small things that I'm doing. You know what I'm saying? Like even like doing this podcast, having things to where we can actually just talk and be real. Because like you said, during corporate America, me I am you know I'm with you know federal government. Yeah, but you know. you're in a
1: position where there's not too many right, right, right. African Americans, minorities. Exactly, right. exactly.
0: Yeah. So, and even um, like
1: she touched on something like it's so much. I mean, you probably have a whole podcast talk, dissecting just the one video, but when she um, opened ape shit with, you know, um, put some respect on my check, pay me in equity, it also goes for discussing, you know, the pay difference between men and women and minorities and Caucasians,
0: right? And also saying pay me in equity, it's, um, you know, we all want reparations, right? We don't need. Money, we need something we need land because we can actually make money off of land, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's that's something that we should actually be paid in, something that we can make money off of with interest, you know what I'm saying? We can make more money off of it than what it actually costs, you know what I mean?
1: But I I think she was really, and I could be wrong, but I think she's really saying what she's saying payment equity because you know, over time, when you buy something, say, like, if you work for a company, they purchase you for X amount of dollars an hour or X amount of dollars a year, right. Mm -hmm. And when you work for that company, um, you grow, you know, Mm -hmm. most people, some individuals, I should say most, some individuals grow, Mm -hmm. but a lot of times companies, it depends on the culture. Sometimes companies think, well, just because they're young, I don't care how great they are, you know, they still have to get that seniority before they get paid X amount of dollars. And there's some people that do have a seniority, but they're, they're not as great, you don't have as many talents as you do, but they're still getting paid more than you. So right, right. pay me what I'm worth.
0: Well, yeah, but I look at it this way because you know equity is something that you get out of, something that you actually own. You know what I'm saying? So I'm but looking at it.
1: But it's But it's Equity is something that grows over time.
0: Yes, but yes. it's actually you, you only get. You, you, mean only,
1: you we may have paid this price initially? Yes. But now, years later, it's worth Correct. a lot more.
0: Correct correct but i'm saying i'm trying to highlight the fact that it's something that you actually own you have to own something in order to be able to gain equity out of it you know what i'm saying like you get a house and uh, you can the equity out of the house when you sell the house you get that extra money you know but, what i'm saying yeah. and that's so that's why
1: i'm saying your your basically your employer bought you i mean if you want to look at that scenario if you, your
0: employer bought you then you have no equity cuz you have an you're an employee
1: no, but listen. You, you listen, but listen to me. I'm listening to me. I'm, okay. I'm expanding on it. Okay, go ahead. You, you initially got offered a certain salary, right? Right. Based on your experience, not, non-experience, whatever. That's always negotiated in your first original salary. But when you start with a company, and you grow, and you actually because there's a lot of people who do the work of people that's been in that company for a long time. Right. And there's a lot of companies that are like that. And a lot of cultures of companies is paying people more because of their seniority, not due to their talent. Right. And when you come in as a young person, you can have all the talent, all the ambition in the world. You, They still take their time paying you what you're actually worth. Right. So when she was like paying me in equity, okay, you can't just pay this person X amount of dollars because they've been here for 10 years. And okay, I only been here for five years, but guess what? I can handle and maintain, and I can step outside the box. I can innovate, but you do all that, and you still get paid. What you you may you know you may get a little something, but you're not actually getting paid right. your actual value, what you actually bring right. to the company.
0: I got you, but I disagree with what you're saying right now, and I'll tell you why I disagree with what you're saying is because you could be doing all that yourself, and the company might not necessarily be profitable, and so equity means you are worth more, meaning the company is worth more than its current value. You know, just point blank. So they have a little bit of money to play with. You know what I'm saying? Equity is extra. You know what I mean?
1: And so let
0: me keep going. Let me keep going. And so that money will not be dispersed from... It won't be dispersed to the workers. It'll be dispersed to uh, investors, anybody else that owns... Part of it, you know what I'm saying, and so any any worker is not gonna get any extra money.
1: What, what I'm saying is, you're taking it, you're taking the equity part a little li- uh, literally. I'm saying, um, because it, it could have what what's it called double entendre, double me. What, right. what I'm saying is, just like you, I mean, you have a situation to where you do more, you have more knowledge than a certain co worker, right? That person's getting paid more than you. Because they've been there longer than you.
0: No, I understand the double entendre, but I'm just trying. So to,
1: when I'm saying, so when she's like, pay pay me in equity. First of all, put some respect on my check. Meaning, pay me what I'm worth. Pay me. In, put some respect it,
0: on my check is definitely saying yes, pay me what I'm and worth. Pay me in equity. Pay me in equity.
1: I, because I I've, I've come here. i have grown. So I'm no longer worth you know fifty dollars an hour. I'm worth actually. Eight dollars an hour now, but you won't pay me eight dollars an hour because, in in the culture of the corporate environment, I haven't been here long enough to get paid that. But you're paying someone else who has been here long enough to get paid that. But then, but they don't even come close.
0: Yeah, and I take it as you know her saying that for people to actually realize their worth and to be able to negotiate certain contracts a certain type right, of way. Right. Like I'd rather be paid in equity than giving me. A certain amount up front. because if you know your worth and you know you, you know you, you, know you can make things go. It depends on what industry you're in, but if you know you can do, you know what you're signed up to do. You know you can do it very well, and you're going to be able to bring in some dollars. You need to invest in yourself right. by saying, okay. Sometimes it's easier to say, you know, no. From not having to deal with that situation.
1: But sometimes and, you, you it's, it's it's kind of a hard. Decision because like you can say, well, no, I'm not going to do this because you're not paying me to do that. But then you can shoot yourself in the foot because eventually you may end up getting paid. It depends on the culture of the company. Yeah. you know Some companies, it's just based off of seniority.
0: And you know what's what's best in those situations is mentors. Having a mentor, uh, having somebody that's actually in that industry, doing the things that you're trying to do, that you look up to, that's actually gotten beyond that type of stuff they'll be able to give you more advice than anybody because they've gone through it. You know what I'm saying? So it's best in that situation to, to seek those kind of people.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: But um, let's go ahead and let's get on topic, man, because we, we, we are not on topic and we probably are Well, already... I, I
1: want to talk about uh, the whole infidelity thing because after listening to the Carters album, I had an epiphany. Because remember the last conversation we had, I was like, there's no way. And I just wanted to let people know that, you know, I wasn't saying that because I think that my marriage is perfect and um, I would never go through anything like that. I just want people to understand that with me, I grew up with both my parents not really caring for me. And even with my um, dad, as everybody knows that I've talked about before, I um, was sexually um, molested by my own father, but before. Um, That time happened. You know, there was no signs from him that he was even like that, and he was still. I mean, of course he didn't take care of my personal needs, like buy me clothes and buy me food. My grandparents did all that. But when he did come around, he was loving, and even though at the time I didn't really know my 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 biological mom like that either, um, you know. But I never expected for them to be the way they were. So it's like, your parents are supposed to love you. If anybody in this world don't love you, your parents should be the one to love you, right, Cody? Your parents is the one that you should be able to count on no matter what, in my opinion.
0: Yeah, I agree. They should, yeah. yeah, So
1: at an early age, being hurt by both my parents and not receiving that love from people that should have had my back, should have loved me, Unconditionally, should have been there for me, should have fought for me, should have made sure that I had a good upbringing, made sure that I um, went into this world ready and prepared to conquer it, and they was not there. It was very hurtful. So, when I got married to Cody, you know, I didn't get married just because of love. I got married because, you know, like I said before in previous podcasts, um, there was a certain things that happened after praying that God kind of showed me that this is what I, this is the direction I need to go. And I wasn't really 100%, and to be honest, I wasn't really 100% comfortable because um, it was hard for me to trust somebody 100% because of what I went through with my parents. Because you have to understand, if your own parents don't care about you, how can anybody else care about you? So I always had that in the back of my mind. So me marrying Cuddy was like me stepping out on faith. So, um... Me stepping out on faith and trusting in God, and especially when Cody was like, you know, I'm the guy for you. You you ain't gotta worry about no one else. I'm gonna take care of you and all that stuff. And I and I won't. And I and me personally, I would not be able to take someone that's supposed to love me, that's supposed to care for me and cherish cherish me, me, um, just disrespect me and hurt me for no reason. And and that's my choice. But on the flip side, for those who have gone through that, um, I'm not judging anyone or saying that you shouldn't, or you let someone run over you or anything, because sometimes people people are not perfect, and people, everybody goes through different things for different reasons, and it's actually a beautiful thing to be able to overcome something like that, like infidelity, especially if it's something that doesn't happen again, But but to overcome infidelity find out the reasons and the issues behind it and move forward is really a really strong thing to be able to overcome don't you think
0: oh well i was telling you from day one it would be a a strong thing to uh, overcome um if like hypothetically if i had cheated on you um i would love of course for you to be able to forgive me but is it in your best interest to forgive me because do you know that i'm you know, feeling a certain way about what I did? Like I feel bad about doing it or I, you know what I'm saying? It was a certain situation to where whatever happened happened or am I just saying that and trying to get you to forgive me just so I can stay in the house? You know what I'm saying? Right, like keep right. everything cool. It's,
1: are you using me? Because you right. you have to of course you have to use your common sense and, and your intuition when it comes to something like that but I didn't want anyone any of our listeners think that I'm judging anybody that may have gone through that and I'm sorry. <laughs> who, who may have accepted their spouse or significant other back because I think that's your choice. And no one has the right to judge you for what you choose because everybody <laughs> has their own standards and boundaries and, and what they can take and what they are willing to accept and no one can tell you whether or not you should accept that or not.
0: Yeah. And I I, I, I definitely understand what you're saying with that. I understood when you said it, but I just wanted to give you the other side of the coin. You know what I'm saying? Because I didn't want anybody to feel like you were being like naive on any yeah, other. Yeah, t- yeah,
1: that's the, that's the thing. I do not want people to think that I was being naive, acting like it couldn't happen to me. Of course, right. you know, um, never say never. I completely believe in that. But I would just let me you, you guys know my standpoint. But I didn't really give you. The background story of why I felt that way, felt strongly about that. Yeah. I really, to be honest, the things I've gone through in my past. I'd rather be alone in, in 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 peace, than be with someone and constantly going through, you know, that hurt and that pain and all that. You know, I just I just can't psychologically deal with that just because of my past. Experience. So
0: so how many people hit you up and was talking crazy because. You, I, I didn't know you were going to do this. Like, it's almost like an apology. Or... No,
1: because I was listening to Beyonce's album.
0: Oh, so it was, B, it was Beyonce. No,
1: it was Beyonce because we have a few friends that have gone through um, situations. Mm. And, um, you know, and I really thought, you know, because sometimes when you talk, you don't really, you think about your own opinion, you don't think about other people's feelings. And, it, you know, and I always self-evaluate. So I was like, wow. You know, when I was talking, I was talking basically about myself, but I wasn't thinking about other people because other people have gone through that. Mm-hmm. And I want people to realize that when, whoever has gone through that, that in it, in in it, because I know sometimes I can transform a relationship to the, to the better. And it's a very beautiful thing if that's the case. And, you know, you shouldn't feel judged about what you chose to do. All
0: right. Right, you're right. Well, let's uh, let's get in line. Let's get in line. We're in line. All right, let's move on to the next topic. Okay.
1: Um, I was gonna talk about knowledge versus wisdom because I was in church and the past- Well,
0: let me uh, let me preface everything with Jasmine. Uh, came up with all these topics, so I don't know exactly what she's gonna be talking about, and I'm just gonna be um throwing in my opinion to whatever she says. So I'm just.
1: That's what you normally do,
0: if you come up with topics. But typically, I have a topic. But you, you did those. all right. Go ahead. But, well,
1: because um, um, I just love our pastor because he like brings things to the forefront to, to just have me thinking. Because he he put a quote up. He said, "Knowledge is knowing a tomato is a fruit, right? You know, tomatoes are fruit or a, a vegetable
0: because it actually has a um, a seed."
1: Well. Some people say fruit. Right. But you, whatever. Knowledge is knowing that veg, tomato is a fruit. So since tomato is classified as a fruit, right, right. wisdom is knowing not to put that tomato on frozen yogurt. Okay. So, and it really um, made me think about it because it's very simple, simplistic quote, right? That was last Sunday? Yeah. Well, what was the last Sunday or the
0: Sunday that you didn't go? Not last Sunday, I didn't go because we went and got haircuts. Yeah, it
1: so, yeah,
0: yeah. Because yeah, yeah. I, I didn't hear that one. Yeah, so
1: it's like you know, yeah, you can have the knowledge, you can know, just information, but what, what, but what do you do with that information? That's
0: hmm. wisdom. Yeah, uh, wisdom actually is the application of knowledge. That's that's all it is. So, Yeah, you summed that up quite well. Um, hopefully, the listeners won't be able to tell that we had to plug in. Uh, we had some situations going on um a lot of things going on trying to babysit and everything but we're gonna jump right back into it. smooth little transition um you wanted to discuss the carter's album yes Beyonce and
1: Jay-Z okay go ahead um I don't know
0: what was your outtake on the um
1: album altogether
0: I can't really, speak up
1: what was your outtake on the album altogether
0: it was uh it was all right um I watched a clip today. I don't know if you had a chance to look at it, but it was uh, it was 50 Cent, and he was talking about how (laughs) how Jay Z kind of um, he's he's still going at Nas because you know Nas had actually dropped. You remember they were beefing, right?
1: Yeah, I saw um whoever um, was in the room laughing about. I wasn't able to. Put on my headphones and actually nah, to it. Nah,
0: it was hilarious, man. I'm going to see if I can find it real quick because, man, you know how you thick it is. You sent it to is. me,
1: so... I'm going to find know. it. I'm
0: going to find it. But uh, it was just hilarious, man. I'm going to... um, <laughs> Let me see. That's up, I'm going to have to rewind. Here, it was fucked up. with did the Nod. <laughs> That's it's fucked not. up. You know, I know what you did to Nod, That's fucked up, nigga. I feel like... Nah, he come out on the same weekend. This nigga still slapping them without everybody noticing what's going on, but that was still like, oh so when is she coming out? Oh. Um, I hear <laughs> I ain't heard nothing. One of the records on the radio. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? Why the fuck you do that, man? I be saying fuck that. I do whatever the fuck I want to do, and they be looking at me like I'm you for doing that. This nigga be super. <laughs> and he's absolutely right. He's absolutely right. <laughs> 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 hold on, hold on. That's just speculation because we don't know. No, man, come on. I said the same thing. Whenever, whenever I heard it come out, I thought the same thing. I was like, wait, nice just dropped yesterday, and then but bam, have, they dropped the cards. But you
1: have to understand that they were already doing their on the run. A tour, um, I so get that. so so we don't know if they I get that. had already pre-planned. Oh, in this city, we're gonna announce our album because they didn't announce. They didn't announce. They,
0: announced. they just dropped it No they, Saturday. No,
1: they. If you, they
0: dropped it that Saturday though. They
1: did announce it on on the tour on the tour at whatever uh, menu they were at at that time. They put on the screen at the end. Album out now.
0: I'm just saying it's a little coincidental for Nas to drop that's the That's what I'm saying before. we don't. It's, it's
1: still speculation. It's, we still, don't know. it's still
0: hilarious. I don't care. it's hilarious because no one's talking about Nas. I don't think
1: anybody would have been. <laughs>
0: they, about yes, Nas. they were. They were trying to talk about him until the Carters dropped their album, and he said, "You ain't hearing not one uh, of Nas songs on the radio." It was just the Carters. It's it's like he's still beefing with them, kind of like I so didn't God know Jay Z and Nas were beefing. So yeah, you don't remember all that, man? They yeah, they were beefing pretty bad, man. They got real, real serious, like uh jay-z's mom had to actually step in and tell him to, you know cool it out so then jay-z had to apologize because that one song he did he was talking about like condoms on the baby seat and stuff like that uh, jay-z talking about wow Nas's ba- yeah it got it got bad it got bad but that's where yeah i, I feel you in on but you know you're not really a hip-hop head like that but um i thought that was hilarious and uh yeah uh, about the album the album was pretty cool um yeah. It addressed uh, a lot of uh, things that people were kind of speculating about. Um, I really didn't think it warranted uh, in a, for, for him to address those situations, but they felt the need to, and they did it in a, a fun way, it seems like, so they're able to kind of, I guess, laugh about the situations that they've been through a little bit and just kind of document it you know, uh, with, well, with the mean, music. Well, I mean, I think,
1: well, to me, they highlighted, they did so much. It's just, it's not about them, what they went through and how they are over overcame it um it's much more dynamic than that they actually um kind of highlight the importance of just being happy that you're you're black you know they did a lot of things for the culture in their album um being successful not apologizing for being successful um and some of the subliminals i guess you were saying that he Subliminals that they, um, he was throwing, but I kind of like on um, Friends when he said, "I'm not going to nobody's nothing." You know, me and my wife is beefing, and I guess that reference to Kanye West when Kanye West was mad because he didn't show up to their wedding.
0: He was hurt. I don't think he was mad. He was. He was just hurt. Yeah. And but yeah, you know,
1: but you know how some people can be—they can be all their feelings about something like that—and you're like, "Well, I have some stuff going on."
0: Well, that's people who are extremely self-absorbed. They don't. They don't step outside of themselves. Uh, to see what's going on. What's that one saying? You can't see the full picture if you're too busy posing for it. You know what I'm saying? That's kind of how Kanye is, period. You know right, what I'm saying? If right. it ain't about him, then you know, that it, if it's not about... Everything has something to do with him, is what he's saying. So he felt like it was more of a, an attack on... Because, you know, they have rumors that Beyonce and Jay-Z just don't like their relationship. They, they don't like Kim and uh, and Kanye. And that's just speculation, but you know, Kanye's heard that and whatever, so... That kind of seemed like it was proven to be true when they did come, not thinking. Well, he even acknowledged that he knew they were going through something, but he was still all in his feelings. He was still being self-absorbed or whatever. So that's kind of why I felt like Jay-Z didn't owe a uh, response to that. But, you know, they still put that out there, which is is cool. They did it on their own well, I terms. I were just
1: trying to um, address all the rumors and people, you know, saying a lot of things bad about things. They're actually doing a, a lot of good things. And I like it, and I liked how he addressed, especially about the t-shirt thing. Remember that always oh, used to piss me off because I grew up in a um, small town and where, you know, there was a lot of black-on-black crime that I witnessed, and I would see, like, it was it's almost like it, people were immune to people getting killed, and they would do the um, rest-in-peace t-shirts, but then after that, you know, nothing, no one's advocating for anything, no one's trying to stop anything, no one's not. No one's even participating in trying to help the cops or detectives solve the the crime. You know, we just do our our rest in peace t shirts, take pictures, and you know, act like we we're supporting that way. And I like how he addressed that. Yeah, you bought a shirt, but too bad you didn't know that person. Too bad you're not trying to do more for that person than just wearing a t shirt.
0: Or more for the cause, uh, right? All together, yeah. He, he brought a lot of things like. And one thing I will say, Beyonce can kind of rap. She sounded pretty good when she was spinning. She, yeah, she actually yeah. sounded. Yeah, it almost
1: nice. sounded really effortlessly. But I know she always sings so fast.
0: Yeah, she kind of has that cadence regardless. But yeah, she she's extremely talented, man. I joke around with a lot of people by saying, you know, she might not, you know, write all her music and everything like that. But she is extremely, extremely, yeah. extremely talented. Yeah, you know, like
1: people really don't don't really know like her range. A lot of people say oh, she can't sing, but you know her her style is more you know hip hop R and B mixed together, not necessarily in pop. Right. You know, uh, but she has a very good vocal range. Like, she can sing if she wanted to.
0: Yeah, she was, uh, it was cool. It was cool. I can't, I can't say I... I don't know about the replay value. I don't know how often I can just see myself popping that joint in and just riding to it. But, I mean, it was a decent album. Was I like it
1: because I think it kind of gave me a different perspective. I know the last podcast I was talking about when we were talking about the TI and um, Tiny situation and it was like, I can't see how someone could, um, take somebody back after cheating, um, of course, multiple instances of cheating, that's a whole different story, but, um, I understand that no one's perfect, everybody has issues, everybody deals with different things, and I don't want people to think, you know, from the last podcast that I was judging anybody that may have gone through something like that, but it is a beautiful thing to be able to go through something like that and able to overcome it and let love win over the hurt and pain in in previous and sometimes we have to go through those things in order to be strong to strengthen a situation and strengthen a relationship
0: yeah you definitely grow through what you go through it just depends on um it depends on your way of getting through it some people might harp on it so much that it could it can become unhealthy right
1: but But i guess for me um since i was hurt by my parents um, the people that are supposed to love you no matter what that really didn't or didn't show it at least um, it's kind of hard for me to uh, be with someone that would hurt me purposely.
0: That's not purposely though. Like whenever they, whenever he got caught, uh, you, we, we're still referencing the Ti situation, right? We're just referencing well, cheating in a, general. Well,
1: just, well, I guess a more so Ti situation because. His cheating...
0: It wasn't done maliciously, though. It's not like he was like, yeah, let's get this on camera. That'll show her. It wasn't no stuff like that. No,
1: I mean, not maliciously. Like, oh, I want her... I mean, no one actually that has a wife and that wants their family to be together is, is trying to um, show them and hurt them through it being video recorded. I mean, no one's doing that when they were trying to keep their family together for whatever reason. But, you know, for him to just disrespect his marriage. And like I told, like I said before, who you are when no one's around, when you don't think anybody's watching, is it's important. Because it's easy to, you know, if we have some company coming over here in an hour, we know they're coming, it's easy for us to get our shit together, right? And act like we're this just best couple and we got our stuff together and blah, 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 blah. But what happens when those people leave? How are we, you know, when no one's watching? That's important. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I can agree with that. Um, anything else you had on that on the cards that you wanted to discuss? Um, no. Okay, well, we can move on to your next topic. It was a uh, a question. Um, why do people judge or hate on parents for what they do with their child or children?
1: Yes, um, I brought this up because I know. You know, without naming any names or anything, but I know that, uh, many I my experiences with other people, too, um, a lot of times, especially when we had JR, we were so, um, happy and ecstatic because we didn't know whether or not we, we can have a child or anything. So, and of course, you know, that being our only, our first and only child, we, um, go above and beyond. I mean, we go above and beyond for ourselves. That's just our, our normal personality between me and you, um, and I know that we um, have received a lot of, you know, people I guess will say hateration, but a lot of negative comments about what we were doing for him, like the clothes that he wear wore, you know, why you buying any brand stuff? He's just going to daycare. He's going to get him dirty. Uh, why are you buying this type of stuff? Why you got, you know, two of these, and why are you doing this? And why even to like why y'all got him in that special um, school and. You know, and I just never understood why people would hate on a child, and why wouldn't they um, be happy for parents that are trying to give their child what they feel is the best.
0: Yeah, I, I try not to harp too much on that. I, I maybe initially I felt a certain type of way, but I got to the point to where I just you know I don't care. I do what I want to do. You know, with my kid, raise my kid the way I want him to, and it doesn't matter what anybody else thinks about it. Um, it just right. doesn't to me. I know I'm doing the best I can and that's all, that's all I can do.
1: Yeah. I mean, I really don't, it doesn't really bother me to the point to where I'm stressed out about it or anything. Trust and believe Jasmine is going to do whatever Jasmine wants to do, especially with her own child. But, you know, just to talk about that, um, because other people may be going through similar things, you know, similar situation. And, um, you know, I guess I just have advice out there tell people that, you know, you don't let other people make you feel guilty for wanting what you you feel is the best for your child. You know, just like private school versus public school, you know, everyone has a different opinion. I grew up in... I, I went to public school, and I did... And I'm doing pretty well in my life, right? So who says that public school is better than private school? But guess what? I don't know. I didn't go to private school to be able to accurately compare. But if you... In a situation where you gain knowledge, especially because all that, that whole decision between public and private school is all dependent on your, uh, your, your, uh, region where you stay, right? Cody, it depends on that, um, school district where you, where you stay and, you know, the choice that you made That's only,
0: make. that's when you're analyzing public school because it doesn't matter where the private school is located geographically because they're. They're self-funded, you know what I'm saying? They got the right. money going towards it. Right. But as far as public school, it's definitely about the resources and the amount of money that's allocated toward that school district and more specifically that that school and what they actually spend the money on and whether or not it's, you know, being some money being taken from under the table or something like that, you know what I'm saying, to where they're not receiving the, the resources that they were allocated. And so, the, the
1: curriculum and all that. And, and, and I think that's something that's very important. A lot of us just feel like, oh, well, we went to public school you know, my child be okay and some of us don't even look into the curriculum. What what are they teaching my child? You know, what what are the important things? I and mean, I think a lot of people even made fun of JR for doing Spanish at 2. "Oh, y'all doing too much." And it's like you don't if you actually do research, you know, it's very the, the, I think the first 3 years of a child's life is very important. They they you have to feed them
0: and it's easier for them to pick up yeah. uh, other languages as well at an early age. And it wasn't I mean, we were surprised. I was surprised whenever he was picking that up. You yeah, know? it
1: wasn't like we were forcing on him, but we had him in a, a school where they had that as an as an option. Well, not really an option. It was actually part of their curriculum curriculum to um, teach. But um, we didn't know that he was going to pick up on it. But it was cool to be able to expose him to that. To hopefully, when he gets older, he'll be able to you know be familiar with that. And it's kind of cool now that. He'll ask you, Daddy, what's the Spanish? How do you say hi in Spanish? Like he did the other day. Yeah.
0: You
1: know, and, and, and he wouldn't be that way if he never was exposed to Spanish.
0: Well, that and Dora the Explorer. She, she uh. But how loves often it. has he
1: really watched Dora?
0: Uh, he's seen it a couple of times. Yeah, he's but not
1: enough to. He doesn't
0: even reque- he doesn't request to watch it. But I know he's seen it a couple of times. Because mom, mom always talked about it and stuff. Because mom would always say the words yeah. that Dora would say.
1: But just having him exposed to that, like he's four years old, asking questions, he wants to learn more. And even when you're trying to speak Spanish to him, and he doesn't know the word, he still tries to form something that sounds like Spanish. But that's just how his brain works. And um, introducing your child to stuff, you know, even if you were not exposed to it at all, or maybe you weren't exposed to it. Later, there's nothing wrong with that. You're not forcing. It's not like Jr. is 24/7 doing schoolwork. No. He plays more than he does schoolwork.
0: He plays when he's supposed <laughs> to be doing schoolwork. Like he just—he's a uh, very playful and energetic kid, yes. which I think most kids are at that age anyway. But yeah, he—he he, he definitely has a whole whole lot of fun. That's for sure. He wears wears us out. Yeah,
1: but as a parent, you know, it's very difficult, especially when you're still trying to figure out your own life, your own career, and everything. It's kind of. Difficult to find that balance and focus on your kids, and a lot of times, whether we want to admit it or not, it's because you just have to call a spade a spade, right? A duck a duck. You know, sometimes we neglect our children, neglect time for our children because we're too busy trying to get ourselves together, we're too busy focusing on our own careers, we're putting ourselves before our children, and we may not see it that way. We may say, Well, we're trying to provide, and you know, all those things, but at the end of the day, the importance of a child like for me when i was growing up and i didn't have my mom and dad in my life all i wanted was their time i didn't want their money i didn't care if they were buying me stuff i just wanted their time that was very important can you contest to that cody
0: yeah i wanted time um and when i didn't get it i was kind of i I might have been different different uh when i didn't get it I was like, well, you know, fine. I don't need it. You know what I'm saying? And so that's how that was. That that was how the relationship was with my dad. You know, he he would give my sister a lot more time because she was a girl, and he later on told me because she thought he thought girls needed different type of love, which that may be true, but I think boys still need some love too. You know what I'm saying? From their dad as well. And so I I don't feel like I don't feel like I got I received that. And so as a result, I was just like, whatever. I don't need it. You know, just kind of being hard about it. You know, hard nosed about it. And um, so yeah, I, I didn't. I, I no longer wanted it or at least I, I told myself that i didn't want it and didn't need it and didn't care so that's the way i uh, kind of took that
1: yeah and, that, and that's important that's a whole nother subject we can talk about later on too the importance of um emotional being more emotional to well not more emotional but making sure that you um show emotion to your children right um you don't. Some people, I think, even you experience this. You know, some parents don't tell their kids they love them until they're older or to something happens. You know, it may be something that you're not doing on purpose, but just simple, I love you. You know, we are a family, and even if you have a, a situation where maybe they're not, you're not the two parent household, you can still, you know. Um, it, uh, kind of establish, you know, mom and daddy love you, you know, even though we're in separate households, mom and dad love you, and and, and giving that emotional um, attention is very important to help build up people's mentality, because a lot of, the reason why mental illness or, you know, just the mental dysfunction is very prevalent to speak, is due to that emotional neglect, I feel. Um, Growing up as children a lot of us we were raised to you know shut up unless spoken to (coughs) we wouldn't um, Allow to express our feelings You know expressing you see a child now a lot of us now we see a child expressing their feelings in the middle of the store We're looking at the parent like oh wow you're just a bad parent that child shouldn't be speaking to you But of course you want to train your child to respect you, but a child should be able to express how they feel
0: within reason
1: within reason yes because every time jr starts crying i am gonna be like oh shut up be quiet you okay you know i try to i try to put him down and i say okay jr you are okay what's wrong tell me what's wrong i want him to get in the habit of being able to express how he's feeling because i don't want him to be like cody my husband he has a he's in a different he's like in a funk today when i get home he's not the normal you know uppity cody it's not like he's depressed or anything, but I just know there's something going on. And I say, Cody, what is it? Just tell me. And it's like he doesn't even, he's so used to keeping everything inside, he doesn't even know how to express to me just how he feels, whether it's just, I'm not in the mood, or I'm just not feeling today. You know, and I just don't want my child to be so afraid, oh, just shut up, you gotta be strong. You know, that's what we do to men a lot. Even when they fall down, they cry, just shut up, you're okay. Get up, you're okay. Get up, you're okay. No, talk to them. Why are you crying? What's wrong? Allow them to express their feelings and why they they are they feel like they need to cry, why they feel hurt. You know, even when JR say all the time, you hurt my feelings, and then I tell me no, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to hurt your feelings, JR, but, you know, you did X, Y, Z. It's not me being soft on my child. And guess what? My child is not, a, you know, a, a, a non-behaved child. He's very well-behaved. He listens you know, but he has his moments just like any other child. But I do try to make sure um, that he's able to fully um, express himself in a, in a respectful way and to be able to just enjoy his own personality. Because I know my personality was very suppressed as a child. And not because my, my grandparents were like, oh, you can't be yourself. But, you know, I always told, you know, don't speak until unless you're spoken to. Or if I had an opinion about something, I was quickly, you know, Chopped off, you know. I was completely no. You know, this is how it is. You don't tell me anything, and I know a lot of old school mentality is like that because you feel like, well, that's how I was raised, that's how it should continue to be, and it's like, no, it's okay for a child to say, I don't want to, I don't want that hamburger, but you know, you let them say it. I don't want the hamburger, but you go and you, you explain to them, well, okay, are you paying for it? I do it in jail all the time. Where's where's the money? You know, and it kind of helped just talk more, you know. Instead of shutting things down, have more dialogue. Do you do you agree or disagree?
0: Ah, uh, sometimes it's too much dialogue for him because you allow. <laughs> but he you,
1: talks so anyway. <laughs> yeah,
0: but you allow him to um to express his feelings so often. A lot of times, like with the food thing, you're not gonna tell me what you're gonna have for dinner. You know what I'm saying? And I'm not even going. I'm not even gonna say to the fact that I'm paying for it. I'm the one making it. I'm just saying sit down and eat your dinner. Like I don't go to the extent of trying to explain the fact that I'm paying for it. I mean that's what you do, which is it's fine, you know, but I I just don't I don't I don't put up with that.
1: Well, I guess I just don't want to raise somebody that's scared to be themselves, scared to speak up because I I'm witnessing that now even in um uh in the real world. You know, people are afraid to speak their minds you know when someone, especially someone that's a senior says something oh that's a senior person that's, a, that's an expert you know they said that we have to go with it and it's like no you have your own mind don't be afraid to um, speak your mind don't be afraid to um, ha- make your suggestions even if someone says it's stupid and you know all that ties into how you're treated when you're a child
0: and all that ties into our last topic too is. uh when is it best to hold your opinion? Is that what you're kind of getting at, too? No. What does it mean? I mean, you said when is it best to hold your hold your opinion? So whenever you feel a certain type of way, you hold your opinion and you speak up about it. You don't just well, I guess
1: let I, didn't, I didn't look at it that way. Yeah, I guess you can look at it that
0: way. I how were How you initially looking at it? Whenever you made it one of our topics.
1: Um, that's that's
0: how I worded it. Cause I don't have it number. says when when it's best to hold your opinion.
1: Well, I guess I was just saying um I well, cuz you know sometimes people have certain, um opinions about like your relationship or how you raise your child. And um, my rule of thumb how I live is that, you know, well, and I came to this, it's not like I've been doing this forever, but you know, I came to this conclusion maybe past few years or whatever um I don't really give my opinion unless it's it's asked of me. I'm not saying that's a standard way of doing it, but for me, it's just best to do it that way because a lot of people really don't want your opinion. Right?
0: Yeah, I, I typically don't give my opinion unless, somebody, unless it's solicited just because, like you say, a lot of people don't necessarily want your opinion.
1: Right, and a lot of times when you give your opinion, you don't know um, the history. You don't know the day-to-day, especially in someone's relationship. You know, you don't know the day-to-day situation that's going on unless you live in the house with them. And if you live in the house with them, then your opinion is probably more so fact than anything, closer to fact than an opinion. But most of us, we live outside of other people's lives and we try to tell them what they should do. But um, I guess the way that you were saying it, Chloe, that, yeah, like, um, on the opposite side of that, you should know when to give your opinion and anytime something is not right you should i think you should always speak up and stand for it if it's appropriate
0: yeah yeah i agree 100 percent um it's not easy to change my mind about something but i do also i do listen to um all sides of the situation so i can better and better make a uh uh a decision And analyze both sides of things before I even formulate my own opinion but typically whenever I do formulate my opinion I feel that I've done so much uh, listening to all the sides that my opinion is truly how I feel and so I I typically stick stick with it
1: right and to be honest I know opinion um, by definition is really something that's formed a judgment formed with very little facts and knowledge and especially in this political climate that we're in now, I just feel like anybody that is just a hundred percent left or hundred percent right um, you're you're not you're limiting your brain capacity.
0: I don't trust anybody that's hundred percent left or anybody that's a hundred percent right. I just don't I mean a lot of people uh, a lot of people's things just don't align with um you know how I feel and so uh I just typically don't don't think I can actually agree hundred percent with either side of anything so that's the re- that's the way um that's the reason why I feel the way I do politically for sure I don't even um I don't even like politics so um I don't really try to get into it at all but if I do have to get into politics I'll say I'm, I'm have half, half of everything because I might agree with something that you spill on, on one subject and I might I might not so yeah let's take or leave
1: it I just feel like what what has happened to the world or maybe the world's always been this way there's a lot of people that can't you um, okay you're a Republican so you voted for Trump for whatever XYZ reasons whatever you know okay cool whatever I'm not judging you or anything. But then he does something that is just crazy. And it's like you either ignore it because you're die hard. That's, that's, that's the problem. When you're so die hard for people, it's almost like you're, you're idolizing. Even people that um, are so strong with Obama, even just didn't know who Obama was, just voted for him because, especially African Americans, a lot of African Americans voted for him because he was black. I didn't agree on that.
0: Yeah, no. but you uh, you were going to just vote for Hillary just because she was a woman.
1: No, I wasn't going to... No, that's not why I was going to vote for Hillary. I'm
0: talking about the first... Okay. No, the
1: first time, no. Um, her being a woman was a bonus because, you know, um, for multiple reasons. We don't have to really dig too deep into that. But, you know, she had a husband that was president of the United States. So she was in the White House. She was first lady. So she had you know, first-hand experience of what it what it's like to be president. And she also has a very strong political background. So it wasn't just because she was a woman that I, she had my vote. But, you know, I wasn't just going to vote for Obama because he was black. You know, I just feel like if you're doing that, then you can, heck, you can vote for the Antichrist, You can vote for the devil just because he looks like you or just because he um, says he believes what you believe. You know, you have to be able to have some type of discernment. And even when Obama, you know, I, I, loved, I loved the way he carried himself. You know, I love the way that he, um, and I know he's not perfect. I can say that, even though I voted for him. He wasn't perfect. He didn't do a lot of, some of the policies I didn't agree with, and some of them I didn't agree with. But I can say he wasn't perfect, and it's okay. I, I, I can live to see the, the next day. You know, but there's a lot of people that are so up far up Trump's butt that they can't see or choose to ignore some of the bad things that he do he does, and it, and it really scares scary how you could be so and, I, and I'm and I'm sure there was people that were on the Obama uh, side or Democrat side that did um, same thing, and it's just like how can you just be so far? Up? That goes
0: that goes both ways too. what I'm saying, I mean, I'm saying, I, I'm I mean, I'm sure saying I'm, even even if say Trump does something that's actually good, and people hate him so bad that they won't even acknowledge that something was done good. That doesn't necessarily mean that you like this person or even love this person, but you can acknowledge the fact that something might have been done that was actually good that it got done. Right, right. And some people can't even do that.
1: Yeah, I'm I'm 100% um, agree with you. Um, At the end of the day, he is President of the United States. Um, Do I agree on... I may only agree on 20% of the stuff that he does, but then, you know, that's neither that's neither here and there. But I'm able to, you know, discern um, policies and, and and things and, and, and what's right, and, and I just feel like this world, we're so focused, and I, and I believe, you know, human race is so scared of different people, people that don't look like you. Um, there's people that think that they're so misfortunate and make America great again. I'm sorry, that's just a very ignorant statement. To begin with, and people just don't even understand how that's ignorant. But someone uh, on The View, Megan um, McCain, heard that. Well, she's married now. I can't remember what her last name is now since she's been uh, married. But she was like, yes, Trump is, you know, what Trump is doing, a lot of things that Trump is doing is very scary. But guess what? He has, his message is more believable. You know, I- well, people love his message, even though, and she's like, Strictly Republican. People believe his message. His followers believe his message because, you know, it's just it's just so believable. um Even if he if he's just a straight out liar, and that's scary.
0: Well, it's, and so many people like the fact that he's like anti-government. You know what I'm saying? Like not necessarily anti-government, but he's not a politician. You know what I'm saying? Because a lot of people feel like politicians just both smoke up your ass, which. Yeah, Which that's Trump part. That's is, that's you know, part of it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But they, on on the exterior, it seems as if he's totally anti being a politician. But he's doing it politically. You know what I'm saying? Like people can't see beyond uh, just the exterior.
1: But to I guess to be honest, my opinion of Trump is not something that just recently formed because I used to watch The Apprentice um, very heavily and then I followed him a lot way before he even well just. Since I was a teenager, I've been, you know, I've been following Trump and for him running president, I think he felt I don't know, maybe he got diagnosed with something because he, or maybe he's always been this way. I've never seen him this way. Actually, and a lot of people say that, wow, you know, the Trump that I knew was never like this. I just feel like he had, He had, especially when you are a materialistic person, you have accomplished so much. What is next for me to accomplish? what else do I need to accomplish? And I just felt like him running for president was, okay, I've accomplished everything that I can accomplish. I need to accomplish this. And and when he ran, he was just saying, he still is. And people just don't get it. He's just saying stuff to win. But you're going to vote for this guy because he's just saying stuff to win. And he's making very irrational decisions. Majority of the time.
0: I mean, yeah, but look at it on the flip side too. Um, uh, Hillary was saying and doing things just so she could win. I mean, pandering to the black people about like the hot sauce in our purse and all that other kind of stuff. She was just saying what she thought would actually get her the, the black votes. And it kind of bit her in the ass because we saw exactly what she was doing. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But
1: to be honest, I feel like I could talk about you because I wasn't really on Hillary's uh, bandwagon either. So I feel like I am 100% able to... Um, dissect Trump because I wasn't. It's not like I was just um, like some um, Trump supporters say, You're just butt hurt because y'all lost. Um, I wasn't really a Hillary supporter either, so you can't say that about me. Um, I'm kind of neutral, so I can see both sides very easily.
0: And I try to look at things from both angles as well. And I'm not as outspoken about political things as uh, a lot of people are, just typically because. It's so inconsistent. Like I said, I can agree with one, something the left might say one day, and then the next day I might agree with something that the right might say. Yeah. And people will look at me like I'm toying between the two sides. It's like, no, I just don't belong to either party. You know what I'm saying? Like I, I can admit what I feel is right, and I can admit what I feel is wrong. And a lot of people can't do that. Yeah. And well, so that's well, why I don't feel comfortable. The
1: that they use it now is tribalism. Um, basically, like game. You know, Crip versus Blood, whatever. You know, whatever you represent, you feel that hard about it, whether it's right or wrong. You know, and that's what politics have become now. People can't even.
0: Politics started out as gangs, though. Yeah, I mean,
1: probably, I mean, probably have, but yeah, I, I mean, guess, it guess I'm just now is. seeing that.
0: It definitely, it's you know? always been like yeah, that. It's us versus I've them. I've seen
1: people that have said stuff that is, like, grown adults have said stuff that is so ignorant and uneducated. And these people that. These are not uneducated people. And I'm just like, wow. You know, it's just very sad. And these are the people that are voting. You know, you really think something is, is for you and it's
0: not. Yeah. So that's why, that's why I don't feed too much into it. I, I really don't like having those conversations outside of, like, closed doors. Because the people that I actually engage with, engage in those conversations with, the majority of them are open-minded. And so when I say something that might seem just, you know, uh, far-right, you know, pun intended, um, they... You know they 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 question me and I'm able to explain it. You know what I mean? But I don't feel like I'm as radical as like Kanye West because because he can't articulate what he feels. Purely, right, you know right, what I'm saying? That's right. why he's an artist because he can, He does it in different forms or whatever. So he might say something and it just sounds completely crazy and he can't explain to you what he meant. Like the correlation between um, whenever he said slavery was a choice. I know he's talking. I know what he was talking about. As soon as he said that, what
1: was he talking about? Please.
0: He, no. What he was saying is. Uh, mental slavery, you know what I'm saying and he's he's kind of equating oh, okay, it he, okay. he's well, kind and see that's what I'm saying he's not articulate enough to be able to draw people to see that without being offended because if you say something uh that can be considered just for shock value, you automatically put the listeners uh on defense right right so they're not gonna they're they're defending everything you're saying regardless of how it might be coming close to making yeah. sense
1: and he, and he's right that sense a lot of us are still. Mentally. But
0: true. he still hasn't, yeah. he, he still hasn't, uh, he hadn't drawn the two uh, correlations together yet. And I don't think he ever will. I think people have tried to do it for him, but that kind of uh, take, takes away from his message if he can't really, you know, to me, maybe, maybe it shouldn't be like that. But I knew, as soon as he said it, I said, man, I know where he's going with it, but I know he lost 95% of the people right there with it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, and I, yeah. I don't even believe I would have, I wouldn't, I wouldn't have worded it that way. I don't think I would have spoke about it on that platform. It would have been something a lot more intimate to where well, I'm speaking. Especially
1: not after meeting Trump. You it know what was I'm saying? Still kind of, and it was still, yeah, it was,
0: and, yeah. and he was about to drop an album. I think too. a lot of a
1: lot of people need like Jay-Z, Beyonce's PRs, whoever they have for the PR.
0: It's themselves. <laughs> it's themselves. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, they, they, yeah, because well, Beyonce doesn't do a lot of speaking outside of her comfort zone, anyway. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And I think it's for the simple fact that. She doesn't want people to get a false vision of what they think she means, or what they think. You know what I'm yeah. saying?
1: But she be, but her stardom has reached so high level, like Michael Jackson, and maybe even more globally. I don't know, but that. Nah, not more globally. But people are so absorbed. Every little thing that they do, oh my god! It's, you know, it's like Beyonce, 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 Beyonce. Well, it's only gotten yeah. like
0: that now because of social media. Yeah. If if, if uh, Michael Jackson was in the social media age, it would have been the same thing, if not yeah. more. So it's just kind of enhanced her stardom. Which is it's a good thing, you know what I'm saying? But it's actually it's, it's very smart of her and wise of her not to be so far out there, um, like on social media and things like that, because it could it's hinder her. Fire, right, yes. right. And it so is, she's it, been
1: very smart about. She's that. She's
0: been strategic, absolutely, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And, uh, and another,
1: another thing I wanted to um, uh, talk about too was that um, I know when I first went to the Water Church, what really brought me into is when um, my pastor Clint Pascoe he was talking about sexual immorality, and he was talking about how people judge folks for being gay. Um, how people's judgments are inconsistent. And I just want people to understand that, you know, sometimes your judgments are very inconsistent. You know, you want to judge somebody because they're gay. Gay, you don't want to go to a wedding because some those two people are um, lesbians or um, are gay. I guess that's what men, men are considered just Men are gay, Gay.
0: women are lesbian.
1: But yet you'll go to a wedding of two people who have sex before marriage. And, you know, your judgments are very inconsistent. If you're going to be against sexual immorality, and this whole point is no one's perfect. So if you're going to judge somebody for something, if your judgment is against sexual immorality, be against everything that falls into that category. And a lot of us aren't. And when it can, and when because uh, someone was talking about abortions, because um, I guess there's, there they're passing laws to where they can, or abortions will be illegal. Okay, me, I'm I'm a, I'm a thousand percent. No, let's say ten thousand percent. Uh, not pro choice. Yeah,
0: don't even use the terminology because it's so confusing. Whenever you say, don't pro life. I don't. I, I wouldn't even feel comfortable saying it which because it's so confusing.
1: It is confusing, but. I'm a thousand percent pro-life. I hundred percent believe that um, life starts when the when the when the sperm hits the egg. Boom, life starts just like how the universe started. Boom, you know, as soon as those reactions, especially being a chemistry major, as soon as you connect those um, cations and anions together, a reaction is made. It's instant- instantaneously.
0: Can you stop clapping? I'm sorry. In our hood over there, don't okay. clap.
1: But um, you know me, I talk about yeah.
0: And you need to quit that because yeah. I feel some type of way every time you clap.
1: <laughs> but you know that reaction happens instantaneously, and when you when you interfere with that, you have completely you've killed that experiment. So you've killed that human being. And then sometimes we make bad choices and things happen, life happens. I get it, but sometimes we try to desensitize things. Oh, you know we don't want to say we killed. We don't, we don't want to say we kill the baby. You know, we want to desensitize because we want to make choices that aren't morally right based on our own mistakes.
0: I don't... And see, I, so I guess you're saying... When you're saying pro-life, you're saying that there shouldn't be abortions?
1: No. Let me let me
0: finish. Is that what pro-life is?
1: No. Well, I'm just saying...
0: Pro-choice is whenever you get to choose yes, whether or not to I'm kill. I'm just
1: saying I am 100% um, for well, you not... Said 10, you
0: said 10,000 at
1: 10,000% 10, 10, for not killing... I'm, a, I'm against abortions but I know but I do understand that there's particular situations like rape and, and incest and all other situations where that may be um, uh, mentally required well but,
0: you're not 10,000% that way then
1: but I still think if you do it it's still killing somebody I, kill, I feel like you you are killing some people say life starts after the baby's born JR was here. As soon as JR, as soon as the sperm touched the egg, I felt JR because uh-huh. I did. Because I remember, I called the I called the the I, I I I was pregnant. I knew I was pregnant. I took the test and then I went to the doctor. Guess what? They they said uh, I was so many weeks um, along. We went. We didn't see anything, and then we had to go we had to wait till next. No, because
0: we found out at the urgent care because we took you but to the urgent we care. We found
1: out so early because I he was. He already was affecting my body, you know, and he wasn't even present on a ultrasound yet. I mean,
0: but that's Jr's care. That's just J, that's just Jr, though. But he I'm don't just, let his presence be known.
1: Yes, but uh, you know, but I'm just <coughs> saying, I I'm a for Um, I I'm, I'm against using abortion for birth control purposes unless there's a, extreme cases. So I'm pro pro choice only. In extreme situations. But, with that being said, to tie it into what I started off with, is that someone also said, well, you know, the government wants to choose um, someone's right to have an abortion and not have an abortion. But guess what? People have abortions for for certain reasons. A lot of times people have abortions because they can't financially take care of that child. Or they're not at the age where they can't even be financially able to Take care of that child so and then okay so they you let you say it's illegal for them to get an abortion and um they have a child now you have two people that are in need it's, it's like a it's like a domino effect almost you know now you have two people that are in need and then that person if especially the person uneducated or d- depends on what environment they'll just keep on having children and then now you have all these people that are in need or either we're going to come up with our own tax money to, to take care of these people or they're going to become homeless. You know, what kind that of tax
0: money? See, that, that, I hate it when people say something about the tax money. That tax money is already taken out of your check. There's yeah, nothing, yeah, that you, right about that. Ain't nothing you could you're not getting it back. Yeah,
1: you're right about that. So That's you the might as well. is going to be taken out of your check no matter what. Exactly. And it's going to be allocated. Exactly. However it's going to be allocated. Yes. You, you're a thousand percent right about that. I was thinking about that the other day when people complain about tax dollars money's going to come out of check regardless. Absolutely. You're right. Oh. And no matter what it's allocated to. But the thing is, though, you um, forcing people to not have an abortion, you, you know, you're going to end up creating something that you're not really thinking about. I think some people are so into, oh, you should not do it. You should not do it. That they don't understand what's the ripple effect of people not doing it. Again, I'm a thousand percent... 10,000% um, against it. But we have to understand that, you know, that's me, uh, an educated black woman who ha- who have a decent job that can financially take care of my child. That's me speaking. I don't know what it's like to be someone that's not in that situation.
0: Man, that, it's, it's, and no
1: one's perfect. People, I've had sex outside of marriage. I could have got pregnant. You did what? Cody, really?
0: You had sex outside of marriage.
1: Outside of being married.
0: Wow. Uh, With you. Oh, I was, <laughs> don't, why, be, try, don't you be
1: trying. Don't be trying. Why you want to throw me
0: under the bus? No, don't be trying.
1: To... I'm just saying, I had sex before I was married. I could have gotten pregnant. Even there was one time when Cody and I were when we were dating. We, you know, we we had a, what I call a scare we, when I was late. You know, I made bad choices, and during that time, when we would have got pregnant. Like, for us, would have been dramatically different than it is now. So, sometimes we don't put ourselves in other people's shoes because it's hard. You know, it's easy for me now to say, well, you should be better prepared. Well, you shouldn't do those things. You shouldn't do that. But it's easy to forget some of the things that we have done. And even if you've never said, Even if you waited till you were married before you um, had um, sex or whatever, there's other things that you do that are not right. Right? So, if you're going to judge somebody... You know, you have to judge. You
0: can't have select morality. You can't right. do it when you want to. Do people do the same thing when it comes to Bibles, to, to the Bible and Scriptures. They use whatever's supporting their argument at the time, and if somebody else tries to combat that with a, another verse that might contradict what they're saying, then they act like it's not there. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. And so people, people right. do that, and that's so not you, right. So,
1: yeah, so you can't sit there and be... Oh, the, the, the government should tell, make it illegal for people to have abortions. Okay, well, people don't have abortions. Most of those people that are having abortions, what is that demographic? What is the background? Guess what? A lot of those people that are having abortions are not financially able to take care of their kid. The child, that's number one reason why a lot of people are probably, maybe not number one, but top five reason why someone that makes that decision is due to finances. So if they're not financially able to take care of their child, get, well, and you can't complain later on when all these people that are not financially able have having children, you can't complain where your, st- your tax dollars are going to, even though your tax dollars are going to come out anyway, but people still going to complain about where the tax dollars go to. Yeah. Uh,
0: yeah. So that
1: was very interesting when someone had put it in that retrospect, and I was like, it made me think back to Sermon, um, when I first went to the waters, how, you know, people, you know, are not very... Um, consistent with their judgment and then they make judgments and not really understand the ripple effect of those judgments
0: yeah 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 I remember after you uh, because you went I didn't go I think I I stayed home with uh, JR and um, you came back and was telling me about that and I think I went up there uh, probably the following Sunday and then I've been pretty much going ever since ain't no eating while you're on the podcast I'm sorry yeah but, but, have... me,
1: but he was um he was completely right especially with the when it comes to gay i think gay people get the most judgment and it's like you know that's not the only sexual immorality if you if you um not if you're mad at somebody for you know you can't say if i'm a baker i'm not gonna bake a cake for these gay couples because it's just against my religion but what about baking a cake for the, the couples that have sex um, prior to marriage, and they even have a child, they even live together. That's that's not that's sexual immorality, but you make a cake happily for them just because they're heterosexual. At this point, it's not about immorality, it's about discrimination on other means, not even about your own um, religion, right?
0: Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yep, 100% right. But uh, that was the, um, the last, what you got something else.
1: No, yeah, I know
0: mean, your feelings kind of you mean your feelings about the LeBron thing. I was in my feelings about not nah, man, yeah. I mean, he him going to the Lakers, man, that's just that's crazy, man. That's super crazy. And I knew Franz and all the Laker fans, the friends that I have that are Laker fans, going crazy. Uh, I think the majority of them, the majority of the Laker fans, didn't really want him because they knew the circus that comes behind LeBron, and so you know the bandwagon. Of course, they're coming. And acting like they're Laker fans and stuff, too. But, but some like,
1: people, but I hate when people say bandwagon. What? I really do because, you know, you don't have to just be a team's fan. You yes, can be, yes. You okay.
0: absolutely do. Okay,
1: whatever. You absolutely no, do. No, you can support. It's loyal. I like, I like. It's like
0: having side like, chicks.
1: No, I like LeBron. like LeBron. You're married. Guess what, players, players, that, they become free agents.
0: You can like Josh Boyce. You can like a player. Just like
1: Josh Boyce, Right. You liked it, whatever team he was playing no, because you No, 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 no!
0: I liked him. But I you would, But
1: you had to root for the team because if the team wins, I don't the have games,
0: to root for the team. I'm rooting for him. I want him to. Ha- I wanted him to have 16 touchdowns every game. I didn't care if they won. I wanted him to have as many touchdowns. Cody, you
1: were rooting for the Patriots because he was on that. You were rooting for every team that he was I was rooting for of. him.
0: I was rooting for him.
1: You were even going for the Redskins for um. Uh,
0: Robert. Of course, I'm. I'm. I'm rooting for Robert. I'm home. I'm home. Team exactly. Again. So
1: you have to.
0: So they. I'm with the team. But I no. I, the team is I, successful. A that
1: person is successful. There
0: is a difference. Oh, now
1: you want to talk like that? No. In
0: your no, I'm just saying straight up. You would. You never saw me hashtagging Redskin Nation or, or whatever they call it. Uh, Redskinness, Patriots. That I never just, said anything about because, those But Just teams.
1: because you didn't say it on social media, you were rooting for those people. In outside of social media it's still
0: the same thing no it's not
1: yes
0: it is it's totally if, if
1: you go if you're not gonna be on a bandwagon then don't be on the bandwagon it's period. totally
0: different it's, it, I went on a bandwagon I was a fan of the player I bet I see a Laker
1: game
0: on then I watch a Laker game but I ain't gonna say I, st- I like LeBron I'm not a a, a Lakers fan see,
1: I like LeBron so you see him turning around
0: Oh, get out of here! No, what people are doing now is claiming that they're fans he don't, he of don't the have team. A
1: Laker jersey on you are I'm, like, I'm gonna take
0: a picture like you I'm not gonna have no Laker jersey. Did
1: you have a
0: Laker jersey? Though? Yeah, It was probably Francis that I wore in high school. <laughs> I mean, no, I, nah, I didn't have no Laker jersey. I probably had a throwback jersey or something like that, but I had all kind of throwback jerseys. So but that do But you're right. I'm not
1: really. I'm not even a basketball fan, but I do like LeBron because a lot of people hate on him. And I love to see people win because people hate to I love see him. other people winning, and I love it when people win. I love I'm not his movement. tired of seeing.
0: It. I love his movement. Yep. I love what he does. What I like most is I, I like what he does off the court. I love what he does on the court. He's he's an, he's a great player. He's one of the greatest of all time. One of the greatest of all time. Notice I didn't say the greatest of all time, but he's one of them. And um, I like to see him play. I think he plays a little bit differently from. Um, you know, like from Jordan and stuff like that, because times are different, and so, you know, things change and stuff like that. So I don't really, I don't get the comparisons um, as much as other people probably do. But, yeah, I think it was, it was, I don't know, man. I just don't like these super teams, man, trying to build up a super team and just, I don't know. I think he should have stayed in the East, but it is. But, you know, it's all
1: about the almighty dollar, right? Yeah,
0: and so he got a 100 and what? Maybe $154 million for four years or something like that. So let the brother get paid, man. He got yeah, all his childhood yeah. friends. He got his childhood friends working for him. You know that? Like he yeah, sent them to school. Yeah, yeah. yeah, man. I'm talking about, man. And
1: he got love, you gotta love him for that. And I love that. I love that. And he people, does so much yeah, for the cause. And people don't know. If some of people don't focus on that. Well, they don't care. Yeah. A lot of people don't
0: care. Yeah, I, I I just, I just hate it
1: when we say, I'm tired of seeing them win. I'm tired of the them No, he, you know, he hadn't
0: won in a while. People, I'm talking about the Warriors when I say I'm tired of seeing them win because they I didn't like Durant for that movie. But man.
1: when he was winning at the time, people were, I'm tired of, I'm tired. They were tired of hearing the things. No, right? I don't think they you, were. I don't but think but they were. you great, you can't help it
0: that you're great. Yeah, that's what I tell people every day. I'm just great. So, you know what I'm saying? Don't yeah. be mad at me because I'm great. <laughs> but I think that's the end. Um, you got anything else you want to say to wrap it up?
1: No, I know you're ready to get off here.
0: Yeah, I'm ready to go chill. Um, I'm going to play this one track that I like. Uh, it's called Insecurities. It's one of uh, Chosen Musician's artists. Uh, shout out to the boy A.D. I love this song, and I was hoping it could make it on the, um, the show Insecure. And I think it would be a great, uh, not necessarily theme song. It could be a theme song, but at least play it a couple times throughout there, but it's so dope. Her name is uh, Low Steel, and she has uh, Justin Lyons featured on it, and it's just a, a dope track for me. i just wanted to again that's low steel man y'all check her out man she should be available on all the streaming platforms and you can purchase the single on any one of your favorite uh streaming sites um i'm cody and
1: i'm jasmine
0: until next time yeah check y'all later man